0: God, yeah. it's a weird word to say out loud.
1: I was just thinking the same thing once I said it. Like, I always <laughs> think
0: it needs to be a one additional syllable when I say it. Like, instead of Reefus. wreaths, it should be wreaths. It's
1: okay. We'll make it through.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tremendous, a podcast about wreaths. I am Brady Valentino, and I'm very excited because I'm staring in the face of the one, the only, the Catherine Banks. Hello. How are you doing today?
1: Great, because we're filming a new episode. I'm recording, recording a new episode.
0: Recording? Recording, yeah. We, we don't film. We we can see each other, but we don't film.
1: Right. I don't think
0: people would no. be overly interested in the video feed of this.
1: No, it'd be um, us wearing matching sweatshirts.com mine are kind of stained so it's
0: okay yours is also missing the string again i can see
1: yeah i have it i just haven't put in the effort to
0: redoing it why don't you just okay so i think the issue is that it comes out in the washing machine Mm -hmm. or the dryer one of the two the laundry cycle why don't you just tie the string if you saw how i do
1: if you saw how i did laundry you would know
0: (laughs) do you separate your colors
1: no, I like, chuck that um, stuff. Like in. <laughs> lights and then
0: colors and then whatever. uh
1: uh-uh, uh uh-uh. um, I just chuck everything in. I do separate it by dirtiness though. Like
0: Okay, that's weirder I mean? than by color. Like, no, like Okay, I say because I when I'm prepping to do laundry, I separate the whites from the darks from the towels. But then I just throw the lights and darks in together because I never have enough of one or the other to just do it by its own load but like that's a lot of it's this work. is some dirty versus this is a little less dirty so this goes in ahead of this like how much laundry do you have
1: no i mean like i put my towels all in one because that's the oh, same kind of dirty yeah. and yeah. all my work clothes in one because that's the same kind of dirty and then all my linens in one
0: okay that makes sense yeah i do clothes yeah. and then towels and then bed sheets
1: mm-hmm. exactly it's the same
0: and then sometimes i'll throw like hand towels in with my clothes because they're small and i need to fill out the space Mm-hmm.
1: So, but this wreath, is not, huh? uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is not episode about laundry. <laughs> that,
0: but that's okay because this is our podcast and we enjoy talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to talk about whatever we want to talk about.
1: Yeah. So, we're talking about wreaths today. And it's kind of hard coming up with the topic because last year we covered a lot of like holiday plant material. Yeah. We kind of went all
0: in on Christmas last year. Without thinking that, yeah. oh, maybe we'll continue doing this for a while and need to talk at Christmas time again.
1: <laughs> I just remember that mistletoe is poisonous. And that was the main thing I took away from and last year. he
0: poinsettias come from Mexico, if I remember.
1: I think you're right, yeah. Somewhere down that's south. That's correct, right? Yeah. But we haven't covered wreaths. Which is and-
0: amazing because a bitch loves a good wreath.
1: I fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> I want to change the wreath on my door every week. But that's because that's like all we're working with at work right now is wreaths.
0: But doesn't that mean you could just bring a different one home every week?
1: is not that the most financially stable option.
0: But you, you make and supply them so you could just take.
1: No. I would think. <laughs> the ones I like are like $40. <laughs> but you're making them. I know. I still have to pay for the materials.
0: I think they should let you have it because you work so hard for them.
1: No, I'm just going to have to stick with my one beautiful wreath that I made that is just full of juniper berries.
0: Well, then I'm, I'm not going to accept your complaints next week when you say you want a different wreath.
1: Okay, I will. That's acceptable. <laughs> I'm going to
0: hold you to this. We're sticking so with the that, juniper
1: berries. Yeah, we are till the very end, probably till January or maybe even through then. But what do you think the history of wreaths or where, like, where do they come from? What's your guess before I start? Uh,
0: I have n- no idea. When we were talking about this as a potential topic, I was like, I want to know everything. I want to know what they are, where they come from, what they're made of, what the history is, what the religious aspects are, what the social aspects are, mm-hmm. all this. Because I know nothing. I'm going to go out on an extreme limb and I'm going to just say Jerusalem. That's my guess. Oh, Because, you know, like Christmas, Christianity, Jesus.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you, wreaths come from all different corners of the world.
0: Okay. Okay. That's probably technically true in that, like, everywhere (laughs) in the world can make or sell or buy a wreath and decorate (laughs) for the holidays with it. But where do they originate? Where do they come from?
1: Well, let's get started then.
0: Where are they indigenous to?
1: (laughs) They don't have one spot. They're indigenous to. But I I will say I pulled a lot of this information from Wikipedia, so if you want more information, just go there.
0: Well, let's not reveal w- to everybody that we have to do a bunch of research before this episode's. know yeah, you know what you're talking about. You know all about the wreaths. This is all. This is all come from the dome.
1: This is all coming from the dome, and it's okay. So if you don't know what a wreath is, you First probably of all, do.
0: What's wrong with you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but. A wreath is an assortment of flowers, leaves, roots, twigs, or various materials that can be constructed to form a ring. so like a circle
0: that that was very uh, thorough explanation. I would have said uh-huh. a wreath is a circly boy,
1: a circly boy. Yeah. That's also it gets straight to the point
0: made out of pine trees.
1: yeah mm-hmm. So in English-speaking countries, wreaths are typically used as household ornaments most commonly as an advent or Christmas decoration. They are used in ceremonial events in many cultures around the globe, though. They can be worn as a chaplet around the head or as a garland around the neck, and wreaths have many different associations with them.
0: Are they meant to be used or displayed indoors? Because I feel like I've only ever seen wreaths outdoors, like typically on somebody's front, like front door of their house.
1: I know I have a joke at work where I'm like, put a wreath on it, where you just like put a wreath anywhere in your house, inside or out. But I feel like they're typically outside. They last a lot longer outside.
0: You are like, I don't know if you watch Community and if this reference is going to go over your head, but there's an episode where Jeff, the main character, is talking to somebody he used to be a lawyer with. And he's like, you have no idea what this place has done to me. And there's a character just walking around in the background putting hats on people. And he walks up to Jeff and he's like, hat day. And he puts a hat on him. And Jeff's like, now you have some idea what this place has done to me. And I feel like you're the hat day person, but with wreaths.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> put a wreath on it. It's like, put a bird on it from Portlandia. but
0: Oh, I've not per- seen Portlandia.
1: <laughs> oh my God. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> we Right? In oh, the it's field. okay.
2: Basically,
1: i like, away from him. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> you explained your community thing. And I, I'm absolutely like the guy putting the hats on everyone's heads at work. I'm mm-hmm. like, it's well, time to participate. But in Portlandia, there's these two people who own a shop. And I, I don't know what the title of the episode is or the name of the shop is, but I'm going to say, I guess it's Put a Bird on It. And they literally just put like a stamp bird on all their items. And it's really funny. And it became like a really big joke on the internet when Portlandia was really popular.
0: I mean, that is kind of us with our tremendous stickers. Oh, yeah. Like I put that (laughs) shit on everything.
1: Same. And now I can't sell those things because they have stickers on them. (laughs) Well,
0: we could have a whole other conversation about why you want to sell these things.
1: (laughs) Okay, so... Wreaths are usually made from evergreens and the evergreens symbolize strength as evergreens last through the harshest winters. Oh oh no yes. no Sorry. response.
0: I've I've done the thing where I where I'm I'm processing what you're saying. Um <laughs> but you said evergreens. Is it any yeah. evergreen? Like I feel like I've only ever seen pine tree wreaths, for example.
1: Uh well yeah, there's ones made with the white pine, there's ones made with um juniper, that's like the one I have. There's ones made with cedar. So you can make it kind fur? of an assortment. The fur huh? and evergreen? Yeah. We've had,
0: we've definitely had the evergreen conversation. It's yeah.
1: Worse. Yeah. Nice. I mean, I've definitely walked around my block and just picked up the big boughs that had fallen off the um, the trees after a windstorm to make a wreath. So.
0: <laughs> so how long would... Well, I mean... Okay, so I guess and they would last a while anyway because a wreath is no longer attached to the tree. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you f- were to find evergreen bits on the ground, you could make a wreath out of it, and it would last just as long as if you had pulled directly from the tree. Essentially.
1: Yeah, essentially. Keep them outside in, in a place that's cool and um, not, like, bone-dry in your... Evergreens will last pretty long
0: okay so not in my apartment then which is bone dry
1: yeah remember when i made you a wreath and then you put it on your door and um in your apartment but only in the hallway oh now she's going
0: sorry oh my god you're distracted by the kitty
1: i am distracted by the cat so yeah i made you a wreath you put it in the hallway of your apartment, of your last apartment, and the hallway just happens to be the only heated part of the whole complex. And it totally yep. dried out. Yep. Gone with the wind.
0: Did I put it on the outside?
1: Yeah, you did.
0: I oh, see. I would have thought that would be better than the inside of the apartment. Because, like, <clears throat> this apartment, anyway, is bone dry, like, inside. Like, there's no mm-hmm. humidity in here in the winter. To the point where my face and hands are constantly drying out. So like, would a wreath do well in this apartment or do we have to move? No.
1: Yes, we need to move. We need to move. Okay. Okay. We need a house on a big piece of land to grow evergreens to make wreaths constantly.
0: (laughs) Well, we got an endless supply of evergreens around here. I don't know if you've ever noticed.
1: I know. Don't you just love it?
0: It's pretty nice, honestly. Like looking out the, the window and seeing green 365 yep. days a year.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So like my last fact about evergreen symbolizing strength, you'll find that a lot of the facts about wreaths are about symbolism. So in Greek, in Greece and in Rome, wreaths were used as an adornment that could be represent a person's occupation, their rank, their achievement, and status. The wreaths that were commonly used, used was the laurel wreath, which is just a tree, like a laurel tree, bush, whatever. And that's for and the Olympics, right? We're getting there. Uh-huh, okay. uh-huh.
0: Bad I'm jumping ahead. I know. Some
1: that's kids. okay. You do. <laughs> the use of the wreath comes from the Greek myth involving Apollo, which is Zeus's son, the god of life and light, who fell in love with the nymph Daphne when he pursued her. She fled. She's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here and asked the river God to help her. And the river guard God turned her into a laurel tree. Oh. And from that day, Apollo wore a wreath of Laurel on his head and Laurel wreaths have become associated with what Apollo embodied, which was victory achievement and status. And would later become one of the most commonly used symbols to address achievement throughout Greece and Rome and Laurel wreaths were used to crown victor victorious athletes at the original olympic games and are still worn by worn in italy by university students who have just graduated
0: so first off bad break for daphne
1: yeah
0: who is being fleeing. bothered
1: by a man
0: yeah <laughs> fleeing uh untoward advances and gets turned into a tree tough break
1: well she I feel like she like approves it because she asks the person to help her, and I feel like I would want to be turned into a tree one day, maybe so right. Um,
0: but if someone were making unwanted advances towards you, you i, I would I would think you would want to continue living your life
1: right.
0: you know you, you're not and then done. Wears you're not like the crowd. hang on hang on, hang on, wait a minute. what is this tree nonsense?
1: <laughs> this is tremendous, if I will.
0: okay, so that, that's my first thing. Bad break for Daphne. She got the raw end of the deal on this one. But -hmm. then my guy, Apollo, takes the symbol of this woman who didn't want him and gave up her life to be away from him and is like, I'm going to wear this in her honor. Yeah. Weird from my guy, Apollo.
1: Do you think this story was written by a man? Absolutely. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, I do.
1: I wonder if Laurel is indigenous to the Mediterranean. I don't know. Would you consider... Greece and Rome Greece to be in the Medi- Mediterranean. Okay. Am I dumb? <laughs> I don't know, guys, they won't let me out of America. So I'm just working with my American education here.
0: It is native to the Mediterranean region, but now widely cultivated See, in other regions of the world. I guess that's like par for the course with what the world is today, where you can do anything anywhere.
1: Yeah. But I think when we go back and look at the history of anything associated with plants, it's always about where it's native to. Mm-hmm. And and what they use it for and things like that. But I thought that was kind of cute because I have seen people wear wreaths on their head for graduation. Like in like Hawaiian students will wear like the um oh my god, I'm forgetting the name of the flower. The lay. Yeah, it's the lay, but I can't think of what the name of the flower is. I wanna say it's plumeria, but I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, it's the big white flower. Sometimes it has color in it and it looks like it's fake, but it's not and it's gorgeous and beautiful they'll wear that as a a wreath around their head and things like that so so i was right like always it is a plumeria flower
0: <laughs> yeah you're never wrong I, I don't know why i keep questioning
1: i think i keep mixing up plumeria and like a native plant to here so i'm like that's not, not right you're just got the wrong region
0: what would a native plant to well like what would the native plant to here be like what are you thinking of
1: mm, i don't know now Daffodil a- is that native to here? No, it starts with a P. Oh. Pulmonary, pulmonary. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. So back to wreaths. Um, harvest wreaths are also common household decoration, and they are they have roots to ancient Europe, so that's common. So like that's like wreaths made out of wheat and other harvest grains and things like that.
0: Harvest, as in Thanksgiving.
1: As in yes, the as harvest in festival. What, Yep, as in harvesting stuff at the end of the summer.
0: Sensibly, takes place in October in Canada. Yep. Not so sensibly makes... in November in America,
1: <laughs> where everything's like cold and dry and done growing. <laughs> okay.
0: So what what uh, what would a typical harvest wreath look like? Is it different from a Christmas wreath?
1: It is usually they last longer because these items are dried on a harvest wreath, so it's like all the different types of grains. So the wheat wreath, all the dried, you can do squash on it, things like that.
0: Squash on a wreath. That sounds
1: interesting. Well, like mini squash, like cute little gourds is what I really meant. We
0: love (laughs) a cute little gourd. We've been over this one already.
1: Many times. Okay. And then there are Advent and Christmas wreaths, which are the ones we kind of most commonly associate with this time of the year. Yep. And I read all the history about it, but I really don't feel like repeating it because like, it's just like a bunch of like religious background that I just don't care about. But an advent wreath involves lighting a candle every week, once a week for four weeks until Christmas. And so the wreath is basically laid flat on the surface, like your table. Mm -hmm. And then you have like a candle stand. Like in the center? Not in the center, more like mixed in with the greens. And then someone lights a candle On every Sunday or whatever till Christmas.
0: A candle mixed in with the greens. Okay, we definitely talked about some candle tree nonsense last year Mm -hmm. uh, when we deep dived into Christmas trees.
1: Yeah, the people who put candles on their Christmas trees back in the day.
0: Not so concerned with fire safety back in the day.
1: No, well, they also weren't concerned with electricity.
0: (laughs) Well, they didn't have a concept of electricity, but they knew fire could destroy stuff.
1: They did, and uh, we actually a customer actually requested us to make one this year. So I actually got to see one, and it's actually really pretty. But I don't really care to have one myself.
0: And did you also embed the candle? Or the yeah, candles? she had her
1: own. She had her own ring that has like candle holders on it, like just four of them, obviously, because she only made four. And, oh, yeah, okay. I thought that was kind of cool.
0: So, like the it, you build the wreath around like a, a wire skeleton or something.
1: Uh huh. Exactly.
0: And do you do that for like a regular wreath?
1: There's a few ways to do a wreath. So you can get a wreath frame, which is either like a flat piece of metal in the shape of a circle, Mm -hmm. uh, or there's one that has prongs that stick up that you use to like punch down and hold everything on. You could just build a wreath based on like, you take some dried grapevines and make a little ring and then attach things to it. There's so many ways to make a wreath.
0: What's your favorite way to make a wreath? Because you've been doing it a lot recently.
1: My favorite way to make a wreath is to buy the base wreath and then add things to it.
0: <laughs> oh, so you don't make them from scratch.
1: Me personally, only once before, but it's so much work. It's so much easier to buy them the base of it with all the like the base greens and then do all the fun and, like, little decorate decorating. It. And the cones, the bows, and the berries.
0: Okay, so what are your top three wreath decorations?
1: Ooh, pine cones. I like Aretha has like an excessive amount of pine cones. Yeah, you had a um, lot of pine
0: cones on the one you made me.
1: Yeah, I just they're my favorite. They're just the little cones. Um, I like a really, really, like, in your face bow. Yeah, I don't mean like color. I just mean like the size, size and like real of the ribbon. I've yeah. become a ribbon knob lately. Um, and I kind of just like more of a wild look. So I would just say adding a bunch of things and making it consistent throughout the whole wreath and making it look like you went outside and picked up stuff in your yard and put it in a circle.
0: I like that. I don't know what my top 3 would be, but I think like the stereotypical top 3 if you were to picture a wreath in your head would be like a bow and pine cones and cranberries.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't think they put cranberries on wreaths, but we can.
0: What are the red berries then?
1: Um holly.
0: Oh. So uh-huh. holly is a berry, and not a tree uh-huh. or a plant.
1: It is a plant.
0: Well, okay, that, yeah, it's, it's a yeah. yeah, but like it's not what <laughs> I would have expected as a plant.
1: Yeah, it's a tree. Some are bushes, and then some of them lose their leaves and are just leave the stems and the red berries behind. And some of them have the really fun like concave sheep on shape on their leaf, and like have the color in them a little bit like the yellow and stuff.
0: So that's what they mean by boughs of holly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> little, Connecting little the red dog. dots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so okay. what's your favorite
0: color accessory for a wreath?
1: Oh, green. Well, <laughs> that
0: I don't think you can count green because the, oh. the tree material is all green. So, like, any I green don't... you add won't have any contrast.
1: That's not true because there's different types of greens and different types of textures. And I also have a dark evergreen colored bow that I love. But okay, since I can't do that, then I'm going to do metallics. So either like silver, like mm-hmm. silver balls, or like gold balls. I don't know why balls came out like I'm Southern right there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so a bitch like shiny in addition to wreath.
1: Yes. You know, it's so funny. I've been watching, or I've been listening to The Office Ladies lately, the podcast.
0: Yeah.
1: And sometimes Friends Angela show. will like, yep.
0: <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? <laughs> God, that would be so Not cool. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but she's like, sometimes her like Southern accent comes out and it's so funny. So I felt like, I don't know what had happened there, but that's what happened.
0: You're channeling your inner Angela Kinsey.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So next type of wreaths so I'm going to talk about are memorial wreaths and uh, funeral wreaths.
0: Ooh, not as fun.
1: Not as fun, but it's interesting to think about the different purposes a wreath can have. Yeah. Okay, so the symbolism of wreaths has been used at funerals since at least the times of ancient Greece to represent the circle of eternal life.
0: So in ancient Greece, were they using the same laurel wreaths as they were for victory? I would assume not if one was specifically meant to represent victory.
1: You know, if I could travel in time back to a specific time period, I might go back to ancient Greece. I would be very out of place, but it would be very interesting.
0: It would be interesting. I'd probably go back into the time of the dinosaurs personally.
1: Oh, so we're not going together.
0: Okay. Ancient, ancient Greece would be a good second choice. If they were like, oh. yeah, we'll let you travel back in time, but you need to go talk to people. Then I'd be like, oh, okay, we're going to ancient Greece.
1: <laughs> I think you'd get eaten by the dinosaurs, unfortunately, babe. Well,
0: uh, okay, in this fantasy land where we can time travel, surely there's a mechanism to prevent us from getting killed by the people (laughs) we're visiting or the creatures we're visiting. Like in this fantasy (laughs) sci-fi world. Imagine I'm
1: walking through ancient Greece with a cell phone.
0: (laughs) What if it's like uh, in Jurassic World where they roll around in those little glass balls?
1: Oh, What if that's what the time
0: machine is and you just roll around in the glass ball?
1: Only if it's guaranteed I don't die.
0: Well, I don't think there's any guarantee of that anywhere.
1: Well, this is also time travel.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. If, so, if there's a guarantee that the time travel will not kill you.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Back to ancient Greece, uh, using wreaths for funerals. Um, Evergreen wreaths were laid at the burial place of early Christian Christians in Europe. I guess we're skipping Greece and we're going right to Europe. Greece uh, is in and, Europe. Oh, Yeah, that's right. Thank you. The The evergreen wreaths representing the victory of the eternal spirit over death. So it's like the flow of the circle is the continuation after you've died, you know? Okay, so
0: then maybe they were the victory wreaths.
1: It could be, you know, double use.
0: Yeah, like your spirit will have victory over death.
1: Uh Uh-huh. At sunrise, we're using it to put on the Olympics heads. Heads, and then by two p.m., we got to lay it on the graves.
0: Oh, you think they're recycling wreaths? It might be. I don't know. I feel like if you win the Olympic games, you should be like, "Hey, I want to keep this tree. I like it." Mm-hmm. And they're gonna be, they're not going to be like, "Sorry, we gotta we gotta we got buried Gramps at four p.m. <laughs> okay, we okay. need we need the tree back, bro."
1: <laughs> Can you imagine, though? I, I don't. I, I don't want, think that's like,
0: what's happening. I feel like because. I don't know if they gave out trophies or medals at the OG Olympics. You know, like, yeah. I feel like the wreath would be part of your, celib- like, hey, you won. Keep this.
1: Yeah, it's definitely your wreath. I want, like, um, an ancient Greece comedy show where it's just, like the, like, the Grecians are really, like, snobby and, like, fighting about the Olympics. I think it would be really funny. We need that to be adapted.
0: I, I don't think there's a show like that currently, but there is a show, like a similar spirited show about Vikings mm-hmm. on Netflix. I'll send it to you because the okay. trailer's really funny. The show didn't end up being as funny as the trailer, but oh, it looks great. Gotcha. And it seems like it's like the exact vibe you're hoping for for this ancient Greece show. <laughs>
1: okay. So they also use flowers in funeral. God, I can't say Funeral. funeral? funeral wreaths because flowers represent life and resurrection.
0: And what were their go-to flowers? Do you know?
1: I'm going to get to it. Oh, okay. My bad. Cypress and willow were used for crafting the wreath frame and were associated with mourning by the Victorians. So they used maybe not not as pretty wreath. The Victorians used a not as pretty wreath. And then there are um, wreaths are commonly laid at the tombs of soldiers and at memorial sites during Memorial Day and Remembrance Day ceremonies. Wreaths may also be laid in memory of a person lost at sea. And what they do is they lower a wreath down onto the water and set it adrift into the ocean for someone who has died at sea. And that's basically all the history I have about memorial wreaths and funeral wreaths. I feel like I've seen that visual of someone putting a wreath in the water and then like watching it float away.
0: Definitely, I've seen that too. Mhm. So it sounds like wreaths originated in ancient Greece.
1: You know, what is that memorial that's right by it's in Gastown by shit, what's the name of that coffee store? Nemesis. Yeah, what is that memorial?
0: It's it's called Victory Square. And it's a World oh. War Two memorial, but I don't know oh. what it, what specifically it's memorializing.
1: Because I I've, I've remembered seeing poppy wreaths there before. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not real, really made out of poppies because poppies are not in season at that time, and poppies don't make the best cut flower either.
0: Yeah, I think the ones that are year there round are uh, not
1: real plastic. Yeah. I was gonna say why synthetic, is a poppy used? If
0: that's the right word,
1: synthetic <laughs> is yeah.
0: That works. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking it up. It used to be where the BC courthouse, uh, BC courthouse was. I can't find specifically what they're memorializing, Um, but they do mm-hmm. a Remembrance Day celebration there every year.
1: Mm-hmm. So I know you've seen The Godfather.
0: Oh, so many times.
1: They have floral wreaths at his funeral like really they have like a really large display
0: now did you you know this or did you look it up
1: no i knew this i just remembered it right now and they have really the only reason i remember is because it's a really pretty floral arrangement but it's like these giant um stakes of gladiola stems.
0: yeah i'm looking at it now That, that is a giant uh arrangement
1: so it's just, it's commonly practiced.
0: I don't necessarily see wreaths though.
1: I feel like I've, maybe I mean, like there maybe on... there like
0: probably is, but the screenshots of the scene.
1: If anyone doesn't know this, Brady loves the Godfather. I had to restrain him from buying a script of the Godfather. <laughs>
0: Okay. First of all, who doesn't love the Godfather Mm-hmm. for real? Also, I, I wasn't just going to go buy any script. I was going to buy a script signed by Al Pacino.
1: Oh, okay. How do you know it was really signed by him? How do you know?
0: Cause it comes with a certificate of authenticity.
1: From who? <laughs> who's who's making, who's making sure it's authentic?
0: The people selling it.
1: Hmm. I don't trust them. Don't buy it.
0: No, you, you, I, I, I don't know all the details, but legally you can't include a certificate like that if it's not real. Mm-hmm. Like you get in a lot of shit, like legal jail type shit.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Speaking of movies, have you seen Midsummer? I think that's what it's called.
0: I haven't. That's a horror movie, right?
1: I don't know. All I ever, like. All I know about it is the girl, she's wearing a flower wreath around her head. And it looks like it's centered around May Day. And it also looks like it's about a cult. And all I ever see is that gif of the girl walking and crying. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's a horror movie. I don't fuck with horror movies.
1: I don't know. But my last little blurb about Reeds is is about a Maypole. So in Sweden, and I guess, is Sweden in Europe?
0: Yes, babe. Sweden's in Europe.
1: Okay, thank you. Okay, no, no, this is happening in England. So, in England, in they Europe. observe yes, just over the sea. Okay, they observe May Day, which includes Maypole festivities,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is um, a race is it's a race by young men, unmarried men, to climb to the top of the maypole to capture the May Day wreath perched at the top of the pole, and the winner of the contest of the contest. Gets to wear the crown and be will be recognized as May Day King for the rest of the holiday.
0: That's crazy. Plan- How long does the holiday last?
1: I think it's just a day because it's just for May Day, but they keep saying midsummer, and it makes me like think of the movie. So now I kind of want to watch that movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, the movie is about a similar thing, but it takes place in Sweden. Takes place in Sweden, actually.
1: Oh, there we go. And so these midsummer wreaths and garlands are usually made with white lilies, green birch, fennel, St. Johnsworth, and wormwood, and flax.
0: I wonder if Nathan's and, ever done the maypole.
1: <laughs> we need to get some. We need to ask him. But um, the flowers that are used in making of the midsummer wreath have to be picked early in the morning before the dew has dried. This is my favorite little fact. Because the belief was that once the dew dried, the magical properties of the plant evaporate with the dew. Should, we,
0: think tr- that's- Should we try to get Nate on the line? Well, I'm, I'm not even going to message. I'm just going to call him up. I just got to. Um, I have to connect my phone.
1: Are you going to ask him if he's ever celebrated May Day? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm going to ask him. And if he's ever climbed the Maypole to get the May wreath. That, that sounds
0: very <laughs> sexual.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm going to say no, but I feel like Nate would surprise me. So. All
0: right. Uh, the phone's connected. Let's just see what happens. Can you hear that?
1: Yeah. I feel like you're calling in a friend for want to be a millionaire.
0: <laughs> this is not the friend I'd call. <laughs> Nate, can you hear me? Can you hear Catherine? Hi, Nick. Catherine's on the line. Hi. Um, I We may have a problem. I didn't have the phone set to record.
2: Hello? Hey. Oh. <laughs> oh, hi.
0: Sorry about that. I didn't have the phone set to record. So the first half of that is going to sound hilarious. Um, But oh. <laughs> you're recording now. We have you on the line for real this time.
2: Okay. 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 No F on.
0: Uh, yeah, no, you can say whatever you want. It doesn't matter. We don't care. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay, okay. But so we're, we're, we're recording a podcast and something came up and I thought, hey, I wonder if Nate's ever done that. And then I thought, hey, I'm just going to call him and ask. Uh, yeah. So you're, you, you used to live in England, obviously, as Correct. everyone can tell. Yeah. Have you ever heard of May Day? May Day.
2: Um, is that where they prance around that pole? That's that's exactly
0: what that is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah i've I've heard of it okay what we really want to it. know
0: is have you ever participated in the maypole celebration
2: um where they um that's where they like uh they grab a piece of string and they just run run around it right and they run around that pole
0: i think there's some running around uh, apparently somebody has to climb like a bunch of people try to climb the pole and the first one to the top wins the wreath and is the May Day king for the rest of the holiday
2: no way! That's very very interesting. Uh, no, I've never done it. Um, I I I just took part in other things like uh, parachute. Ever played that
0: game? You
2: know, no, when you it's... you have that giant colorful parachute and you run un- underneath it. Oh yeah, no. yeah and yeah.
0: everyone's like like shaking oh, yeah. the the parachute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we did yeah. that in elementary school.
2: Um, but no, I kind of um. Uh, it's it's a bit of an odd one. I, I don't know why we would uh try and climb poles and, and attach ribbon to to poles and sort of dance around it. It's a little bit weird, isn't it?
0: It is a little it bit weird. A- but that's your <laughs> whole culture.
2: Um yeah, yeah. I, I guess so. Guess so. As long as they sort of finish the day with a cup of tea and a, a scone. Um everyone's happy.
0: Do you reckon you would win if you tried this at some point?
2: Um would it be against
0: you? You know what? Yeah, it would be, and uh, and I'll tell you this, Nate. I don't fancy your chances.
2: Okay. All right. Then. Okay, Well, next next tree that we see when we're both together after this horrible pandemic, we'll uh we'll have a race. How about that?
0: All right, you're on. I'll oh, record man, I it. Can't it wait. No, that's that birthday. couldn't be
2: more fitting for the podcast, could it? What's that? I said that couldn't be more fitting for the podcast.
0: No, that'll be perfect. We'll have to record it and share it to socials
2: definitely definitely yeah <laughs> i can't wait I
0: can't wait <laughs> all right man uh good so, talking right. to you
2: yeah i catch not see you soon
0: all right man take care bye Nate. bye bye so he's not participated
1: i know we need to make it happen
0: shame i don't think he'd do very well
1: mm-hmm. that's that's basically our little our, our podcast about reads today man
0: Except one thing.
1: No, oh, it's oh,
0: not. Oh, you've got one last thing.
1: Wreaths make an excellent gift, but I've got five top gifts for gardeners.
0: Oh, my Ba-ba-ba. God. We need a, a friggin', uh
1: One of those. In my prep. <laughs> In my prep for this, I was going to just go off the top of my head. And then I was like, that's not prepping. That's just winging it okay
0: hey it's all good
1: so the first one is not a part of the list but i'm just gonna say it reads i love reads i would love to receive them i've given them they make a good gift
0: so this is not part of your top five
1: no that was just an extra
0: why not why not part of the top five
1: because i got five other really good gift ideas
0: that are all better than wreaths.
1: yeah well, oh, okay. we're getting close to the holidays. And if you have any plant friends or people who are into gardening, this is also a comprehensive guide for Brady in the future.
0: <laughs> but, oh, so I should be taking notes.
1: Yeah. Why don't you break out break out break out a notepad and a pencil? All right, all
0: right, all right, all right.
1: Okay, number one, tools. Is that too obvious? I don't know. But I
0: mean in hindsight, yes, it is.
1: Mm-hmm. But like
0: to anyone who who needs the help of gift card help?
1: yes, you know. you know what it is is it's because I'm cheap and I never want to buy the tools. But having the right tools makes gardening so much easier.
0: I bet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be using butter knives and spoons out there.
1: They sell like pruners that are like a hundred dollars, but I never buy them. I only buy the the pair that are only at like thirty dollars, and I'm like this will work.
0: That's that is not within the budget we set ourselves for christmas gifts this year no
1: it's not <laughs> okay i already forgot what my second one is so let me right. pull up my app
0: tools number one we need okay. a, good, uh, a, a tr- trowel is that a garden tool
1: yes it is good look job at, look at me go he's already halfway he's there <laughs> okay the next gift idea for gardeners are books and i think just because you can fucking google everything doesn't mean you're gonna get the same type of quality content that you would from a book. When people like publish things they have to go through such a rigorous process and I feel like the material you get is so much better.
0: Yeah, I feel like you also remember better what you read in a book versus what you just like <laughs> casually Google because you want you're like, oh, I want yeah. what this thing is you know Also you mm-hmm. can like mark up a book. you, you can take yeah. notes and annotate and um, save, exactly. like save information.
1: And the best part about books is that there's a topic, a book uh, for every gardening topic, literally. And there's multiple books about that topic. So there's lots of choices. So much content out there. I have a stack of gardening books that I just love to add to.
0: I'm not saying you need to know this right now, but can you Mm -hmm. give me like a top five and we can include it in the show notes?
1: Yeah, I can give you a top five. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number three is seed catalogs. And I know they literally cost like a dollar, maybe $2. But what you could do is um, you can order them online and this would be a seed catalog for 2021. Mm -hmm. And it's, I say fun, like it's fun to everyone, but it's fun to me, (laughs) but it's fun to plan for your spring. Like you, if you flip through the catalogs, I don't know if you've ever looked through one, but it has like all the photos and all the descriptions of all the different veggies and flowers you can grow. And it's like, really cool comparing like varieties for your space. So a seed catalog is really good for a gardener. Um Just because it helps them get ready for spring.
0: Is there like a big difference between like a, a seed catalog from this year versus one from next year?
1: Not necessarily, except for this year's we'll have proper pricing and you'll be able to order it out of it.
0: So what I mean is like, If you were to buy, okay, so December 2020, I'm like, I want to see catalog for 2021. Mm -hmm. They'll have them. Right. And then December 2021, I'm like, I want to see catalog for 2022. Like, are those Mm -hmm. catalogs going to be different? Yeah. Well, yeah. Available. Sure. But like you can grow the same seeds every year, right?
1: Yeah, but you can get different brands of um, seed companies. So you could do like territorial se- seeds, botanical interest seeds. You can compare and contrast oh, okay. some seed companies. So it's not
0: like things. an encyclopedia of every single seed. No. Oh, no, okay.
1: it's about what the companies are selling and what varieties and what they so each year they have to come out with something new. So, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next one is going to be um, a mini speed round number four. And this is houseplant supplies. And so houseplant supplies never ends. We've got pots. We've got bags of soil. We've got new houseplants that the person doesn't have already. Moisture meters, saucers, cute watering cans, cute misters, a new air plant. It's endless. Except for I just ended right there.
0: (laughs) What came after watering plant? I can only write so fast.
1: Um, mister.
0: And what came after that?
1: I can't remember. Maybe airplanes.
0: Airplane. It was, it was a cute little airplane specifically.
1: (laughs) Cute little airplane. Not the ugly little airplane.
0: All airplanes matter.
1: Yes. (laughs) Even the dead ones in my, uh, In my containers at home.
0: Remember when I washed the air plant container and it fell apart?
1: Yeah, I do. Um, I don't forget. I'm a bozo. Okay, number five. Number five. My last gift um, suggestion, or my last gift of my gift guide for gardeners is a gift certificate to their favorite nursery. Because no one spends money like our regular gardener customers but yeah, a gift certificate because sometimes you don't know what to get someone and sometimes gardeners are saving up money to buy really big specimens. So this can just help them get to their gardening goals.
0: That is a great gift guide.
1: Thank you. Well, I don't I don't
0: I don't think you really limited it to 5. Because I kinda went four off. had a bunch of stuff in it.
1: But yeah. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Mm-hmm. There's so many different types of gardeners who have so many different types of needs. And do you think every
0: gardener has a favorite nursery? Yes. And is yours where you work? Yes. So would a gift card to where you work be a good gift? Mm -hmm. Asking for a friend.
1: Yeah, I would. (laughs) You can order them online and I'll fill it out when they print it off for me to fill it out. (laughs) Okay, good to know.
0: Unfortunately, I've already spent up to and past the limit we set each other.
1: I don't know. Maybe you could give me a Mayday gift.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Your Mayday gift will be the visual of Nate and I.
1: Climbing the pole together. God, that sounds so (laughs) wrong. Well, that wraps up this Tremendous episode about wreaths. Thank you for tuning in. This has been Tremendous, a podcast about wreaths. If you're loving our content, be sure to check us out at Tremendous.fm. Or at Tree FM on Twitter, and make sure you're subscribed to get notifications of new episodes. Happy planting!